0: My name is Fred Oakman, and as always with me today is Mr. Jake Peters. We are P.S. This is Awesome, a PlayStation podcast. This is episode 251. This is a show where we share our feelings about the current state of PlayStation. But before we get off the show, I want to invite you all to subscribe to our channel on YouTube. YouTube.com slash P.S. This is Awesome. You can visit us on Twitter. And if you want to make fun of our trophy list on the PSN, you can find me at anchorless underscore. And you Mr. Jake Peters at JakeSaw01. As always, you can write the show at PS This is Awesome at gmail.com. Most importantly, don't forget to share the show with your friends. Make sure you leave comments. Rate this podcast as you see fit. And as a reminder, we are a video podcast as well. So you can watch the show on YouTube if you prefer. Make sure you subscribe to that. And for new and or longtime listeners, we have a Patreon. You can support this podcast for one dollar a month. And the level is called the One and Only One Dollar Club. Head over to www.patreon.com slash PSS is awesome and you can become a one dollar patron. We will mail you a free die cut vinyl sticker and give you a shout out on the show. With that out of the way, Jake, how are you doing today, good sir?
1: Oh, not awesome. We put up the Christmas we have a, we traditionally put up our Christmas ornaments and trees and everything. hmm The weekend after Thanksgiving. And uh, I have a tendency to drink cocktails while we're doing it. And I had a couple too many last night, so I'm a little bit... We're just
0: a bunch of drunks at PS. This is awesome, I swear.
1: A little bit, uh, yeah. I don't know. Prickly is not the right word this morning, but my my brain feels a little bit uh, under siege right now.
0: Well, if you don't mind, maybe I'll... Uh... Do all the heavy lifting for you today. (laughs) Um, Yeah, very good. Yeah, yeah. Thanksgiving. I hope everybody had a nice Thanksgiving. We went down to Pittsburgh to uh, stay with uh, the wife's sister, so my sister-in-law and brother-in-law's place. And uh, we had a nice time. We actually played Clue. That's the first time I've played Clue for the first time in a long time. I always remember Clue being way more confusing as a kid growing up. It's a game of deduct, deductive reasoning, right? You, you listen to what other people are trying to guess. And, uh, you know, if they're guessing, if it's something, then you know that uh, they don't have those cards either, um, which means it's probably that. But then as an uh, investigator, you can also throw red herrings out there and be like, yeah, it was uh, Colonel Muster with the rope in the observatory. And then you're like, I'm holding all three of those cards. So to make everyone else think, what the fuck? You know, mate, Fred doesn't have those cards. I don't, cause if I have them, no one else has them. So then they're like, oh shit, maybe that's what it is. So they got to make sure, you know, so you can really fuck with people and clue. It's fun. I lost. And, um, uh, technically I would have come in, come in first, but someone beat me on the circle, you know, the way that the turn order goes, uh, some certain information had come to light as the dude would say. And, uh, in uh, whatever the hell movie that is. I can't even think right either. What the hell movie is the dude in? Um,
1: God. Are you talking about The Big Lebowski? Yeah, yeah, the
0: dude from The Big Lebowski. He's like, well, certain things have come to light, man. <laughs> so certain things had come to light in the circle of Clue, and uh, it didn't make its way to me in time. But it was uh, Mrs. Peacock in the lounge with the candlestick. But, yeah, so that's a fun game. It's a fun little game. In fact, it gave me some ideas. We have a version of Clue here at the house, but all the Clue tokens are just little, like, tokens. I bet you I could find Clue characters and 3D print them, and that would just make the game so much more fun. Uh, I think for me, at least. <laughs> Anyways. Um, yeah, so did that. Hope you guys had a nice Thanksgiving. I'm vegetarian, of course. i get to try a couple new different tofurkeys. Tofurkey sucks. I'll just say that right out of the gate. They're, uh, the, the tofu turkey that Tofurky makes is absolutely disgusting. Um, I will never eat it. But uh, uh, Crystal lives down in, a, in, in Pittsburgh, Crystal and Edward. And uh, they got their hands on the field and roast vegetarian turkey, um, which actually was really, really fucking good. And uh, they also had a Trader Joe's uh, turkey with stuffing, and that wasn't nearly as good. But I, field, field and roast, I think, is what it's called. If you're a vegetarian and you and you need to try a new turkey because the Tofurky one sucks, 100% you need to go uh, field and roast. That's my suggestion. Anyways, that, that's just a little inside trading for the vegetarians in the world that don't listen to the podcast probably. Um, on top of that, Jake, I uh, my voice might sound a little haggard. So we are – We have until the 30th of November to submit this song for the Cyberpunk game, the DLC. For those who don't know, uh, CD Projekt Red is accepting music submissions for the DLC, um, for Phantom City or Liberty City. I don't know. It's not Liberty City. It's something else, though. uh, I think Phantom is in the word, is in the uh, title. But um, they have a new radio station that's going to be featured in the DLC called Growl FM. And if you go to the CD Projekt Red site... They have a submission form, and it has to be submitted no later than 11:30. So, it—we're recording this podcast on the 27th. I stayed up till about 11 o'clock last night, and I missed an opportunity to play Warzone with LJ because he invited me. But uh, I was down here screaming my ass off into the microphone, trying to make like a refuse slash uh, samurai sounding song um, that. I pretty much had the riff written for a long time, and it was a little too heavy for One of My Land or any of my, my musical projects, and uh, I just had no idea how to implement it. And then this opportunity came around, so I, I, I got this riff recorded, and then I put sound put down some rough drums and bass and sent it off to Troy, and he worked his magic and threw some guitar licks on it, and uh, he re-recorded the bass and, and tightened up the drums because he's better with that stuff than I am. And sent it back to me. And then so last night I sat and I was probably – the neighbors probably thought somebody was getting murdered over here because it was very screamy. And uh, I was out down in my studio just screaming. And the song, I can't believe how fucking good this thing turned out. Um, I'm not even like uh, trying to like toot my own horn. I, I had low expectations going in. I, I thought that Troy and I would be pretty capable of coming up with something. Um, but it's a little outside of our genre, a little outside of our wheelhouse, but uh, very impressed with what we came up with. The song has to be between two and three minutes. We hit 234, I believe, on the track. Um, right smack dab between the right, right where they want it. Um, and uh, the vocals are in English, and uh, it's cyberpunk themed. I dropped some cyberpunk terms, which is fun. Um, I, I think one of the lyrics, something about deckheads. Uh, and uh, uh, net pigs and all kinds of stuff like that, and it's it's fan fucking tastic. Um, talk about being on the edge. Uh, uh, dwarfs, which is like endorphins, you know. You got my dwarfs pumping. I, I these lyrics are fucking in there, but I'm screaming them. So unless you have the lyric sheet, you probably not know what I'm saying. But it's just a little extra chef's kiss on this song is keeping it cyberpunk themed, which is what they want. So and I was coming up we're trying to come up with a name. So I'm mean, we're at a juxtaposition and maybe the listeners can uh, can maybe offer some feedback. Maybe you can as well, Jake. But the I, and and again, I have no issue with this, but up until the point we either find out the song gets accepted or the song is denied, we're not permitted to share it. It can't be out there. So I can't put it on the podcast. And we also have to fork over full copyright we just have to sign off on it. Now, Grant, we get $3,000 for it. It's something I would have never done before. W- I would have had no business writing a song like this. So it's a one-off thing. It's a one-time thing. I don't know how royalties would work. If they use it in a commercial, I think I don't get any. I think it's just like, they. I just sign it off, give it to them for $3,000, they do whatever the fuck they want with it. I think that's mm-hmm. the agreement. But, I'm not saying it's going to get picked, but if it does, I will be forever immortalized in a fucking video game, which is, priceless to me (laughs) so i don't know i think that's fucking rad i really like the idea though if if this thing really if we go fucking full tilt and they listen to this thing and like yeah this is this is fucking what we want and it fucking makes cyberpunk dlc commercials and shit i'm gonna lose my fucking mind i'm gonna be so excited um because i don't know but here's the other problem so we have to submit it under a name right so i could put it under fred oakman or put it under troy meserol fred and troy that sounds so stupid so like when it comes up on the radio and they have the radio announcer being like if I'm just thinking ahead like if it gets picked you want them to be like fucking uh, oh and that's another hot take from you don't want them to be like Fred and Troy that'd be so fucking lame right so when we submit it we have to come up with a name right so I had this idea of this this, this uh, band name called Dead Make with threes instead of E's but then that's kind of taken for YouTube channel so I think we're gonna go De- Dead Take or Dead Taker or something like that with uh, written like you know, hackers would write it or something. But at the end of the game, I want, if they pick it, I want to actually be credited with my real name. I don't want to say, like, fucking blah, 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 dead take. Because that's fucking nothing. It's a made up fucking thing. So, like, these are bolts, nuts and pieces, little things that I'm going to have to try to figure out. But I'm confident that it's good. So it just depends on whether or not it's something they want, you know, for this, for this growl of him it's fucking rad I want to share it with the listeners so bad but I can't right now can't do it Um, and even like if it gets on the game I don't think I can share it I think it like they hold the rights to it if I agree to it so they said something about making it available on YouTube and that wouldn't be a problem Um, but uh, as far as like you're signing it off man it's weird I've never done anything like that with my music before but I, I think I'm all in on this because it's fucking video games Jake opinions anything you got anything on that?
1: Um, it'll probably be like what they did with the fucking, um, author of The Witcher where it'll make gazillions of dollars and you'll be entitled to zero of it. And I know. it won't really matter to you that it's in a fucking video game because you'll find out that the royalties for that song are like $50 million and you didn't get any of it because Could you, you signed fucking it imagine? for 3000 bucks. And it's not like we're in Poland or, uh... Oh. Where they can go back and get money for that. You're in America, bitch. So yeah, I mean, you sign the deal, you get fucked. Get nothing. But that said, if you could get a song in the game, it would be pretty fucking dope. <laughs> could you imagine but jumping I, I, in a fucking car, walking into like a
0: fucking bar in Cyberpunk and hearing me singing? Ah, oh, be so fucking rad. I'd lose I don't, my uh, shit.
1: The, the only thing that... Uh, that it does suck is that you can't you can't use your fucking name like it. would just sound stupid. It would just sound stupid. Yeah. Just sound stupid. Well, when he's fucking so.
0: Fred, I mean, it's not really a badass name. If it was like fucking Blake or something that sounded badass,
1: Horace. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. I, yeah, it's it's really what do you do? I mean, I would have to imagine that even if. It's not gonna uh, fucking
0: get picked. Let's be honest. But it could, it could happen.
1: But even if it got picked, I'm trying to remember the like um, video game credits. How they do the music. If it says the because like when you credit a song on an on an album or something, it'll mm-hmm. say like the name of the band, and then it'll it'll credit the writers of the song underneath of that. Yeah. So I don't know if they would do a similar thing for for this or not. It's kind of hard to say.
0: I don't know, man. I don't know, uh, but it's it's fucking rad. Pretty neat. It's it's really rad sounding, and uh, I I couldn't believe I gave I gave it a hundred and fucking fifty percent last night, and I'm not a screamer. I'm really not. I, I don't do that often. So last night, my throat when I went to bed was so fucking sore, and uh, I don't know how those guys do it. I don't know how they fucking scream into the mic every night. Now- like when I sing, I sing loud, but I'm singing like I still am singing. You know what I mean? Like with one of my land, like I, it's it's a little sing song. This is straight up fucking screaming, and it's. Uh, I think it's
1: it's practice. I mean, it's like working out. You know, it's practice. Yeah. Your throat gets used to it. I think the issue is that a lot of those people that do that they end up destroying their vocal cords.
0: Yeah, for so sure. it's
1: not it's not like it's good for you. No, it's terrible. <laughs> I felt like they were bleeding last night. Yeah, I mean, it was like, really like i think the um i know that this isn't this isn't a band that that you would necessarily be into but you've probably heard of the band Avenged Sevenfold. Yeah. And they're i'm not i may have the details wrong on this but if you listen to like their first couple albums and then you listen to like their new stuff the vocals are completely different because the vocalist wrecked his yeah. voice and had to have surgery. Yeah. So like everything sounds different now that which makes is sense. really weird. I I mean i can't Imagine losing my voice like that. Because you probably sound different when you talk and everything. Oh, yeah, for like, sure. It would be weird. Dude, it was so
0: fun recording it, though. So at the very least, so the good news for the listeners is you'll hear it either way. Like, you just gonna have to wait a little bit. So if it doesn't make it into the game, I keep the copyright. I'll just fucking put it out there. You know what I mean? And we'll put it on the podcast, put it on Bandcamp, whatever you guys can have it and listen to it. And uh, know that we gave it our best. And if it makes a fucking video game then shit, you're going to have to buy the DLC and listen to it there. So <laughs> that's, that's just what it is. Um, that out of the way, Jake, everything else is good on my end. And uh, I guess maybe we should get into the games that we're playing. So a weird thing happened to me. Um, the weird thing is this. I started playing Warzone a little bit last week, and I talked about how I got into one match or two. And I just told you guys that I missed out on some Warzone um, with LJ and his friends. I think his brother-in-law plays and uh, some other friends of theirs. And we got in there. We had some really good rounds. It was a really nice time just playing with fucking people that you can joke around with and have fun with. And, uh, you know, like we talked about games that just consumed hours of our life, right? Dude, for Warzone 2.0, I have played more than I have any excuse to admit. And I need to get back to God of War Ragnarok. I have like 24 hours in God of War Ragnarok, and I still don't have the fucking spear. So I don't understand what I'm doing wrong. Did I miss it? I have no idea. I know the spear is a weapon that you get midway through the game. I've got 20... I'm doing some DLC... Not DLC, but side quests in Ragnarok. But Warzone's something I can jump into and out of and not have to dedicate a ton of time to. Ragnarok is like one of those things where it's just like... I also like... I don't know that it was a a crazy hot take for me to kind of say that it just felt like an extension of the PS4 game when my first impression and like how I'm confused by the story. I I think maybe my lack of understanding of mythology makes the story less interesting for me. And the reason that these first-party AAA uh PlayStation games are so attractive to me is that I have a love for story and I don't really feel the pull to get into the God of War game after I shut it off to go back to it like it's not I'm not thinking about it when I'm away from it I'm thinking about fucking Warzone and how I want to be first I want to place first in Warzone one time um so it's weird so I don't know if that makes God of War Ragnarok an unattractive game to me at this point but it's it's long in the tooth right now and I need to get back to it because Callisto Protocol is coming out in like a week and I don't know where you're at with God of War Ragnarok or how you feel about it Jake or if your opinions have changed or if, if you're still 100% all in I, I like the game don't get me wrong I think it plays well it's a, it's a great game it's fun but I think for me, the story just doesn't have its teeth in me. Um, Jake, what are you playing?
1: Um, I mean, I'm still playing the same things. So I'm playing God of War and Pentiment at night, and I mean, I still really like God of War. That I'm realizing, I don't know if it's this game in particular, or it's just I, me as a gamer how I'm changing mm-hmm. but the combat I can't remember all of the things I can't either that's like that's like why I'm not ever going to be good at fighting games It's why I never really am interested in, in a lot of these like moveset type games is because you know what ends up happening I use the fucking axe and I do the same three attacks over and over and over again unless the enemies yeah, the same dictate idea. Unless the enemies dictate that I need to do something different, like I, if I have a, an enemy where I have to use a runic arrow to weaken it before I can Sorry attack it, or something that. like that, then obviously I, I use those types of things. But like, you know, you have all these different attacks that you can do without using any of your like, like special abilities and stuff like that. So – and then on top of that, you have the ability – if you, like, have a special ability, you can upgrade it if you want to use your XP and all this stuff. And Mm -hmm. I'm not going to sit here and pretend that God of War is this deep RPG or anything like that. My issue with it is that, like, when you talk about something like Horizon, the attacks, you know, you kind of – you can get in your lane and you can sort of stay there. You pick sort of the armor styles that you want, the weapon styles that you want, and you can kind of play a certain way and then – you know, all of the abilities that you're unlocking are for the most part just kind of like buffing all of your like your playstyle. Yeah. Whereas like in God of War, when you, you're like unlocking a lot of new combos and shit like that and it's like, OK, well, now this is another thing I have to try to remember while I'm in combat and 10 things are attacking me at once. It's like it's not going to happen. So, so it's like, calm,
0: like button, like L1 and then square circle X for each of your weapons and each of your weapons yeah. have a recharge. So if you run out of your special moves with the blades, you can switch to the axe and they'll be fully charged and you can battle back and forth between the two. And then, and then your fucking characters that are off in the distance that you can loosely control have fucking moves and different skill sets. And it's just like – it's cool – But you're right, man. I can't remember that shit either. And I just end up doing the same fucking
1: whirlwind attack and like smash the ground attack and just let them recharge. So I do – I mean I I will occasionally try to – try to utilize different things. Yeah. But the problem is is that so often you get in these arenas where you're you're battling, where you're just under pressure from all sides and you're constantly dodging and shit and you don't have time to really – think about trying this new combo. Mm-hmm. And the game is hard enough and I'm doing like a tank build. I'm not doing like a like a damage build. So, I mean, I've got a shitload of defense and I still die really easily mm-hmm. on main or regular difficulty or whatever the hell they call it. Um normal mode or whatever. So like it's just I mean, I don't know if there's a if there's an arena. I think there is an arena in this game, but it's like a it's not like a practice arena. It's like a, um, I think right. It's the on on Niflheim or whatever. It's, there's an arena. It's
0: where the bird, where the crow tree is. It's that area. Hmm. Wherever that is, I forget what it's called. Like Odin's fucking tree with all these birds. Like before you get to it, it's on the left. You
1: can go in there and dick around. But uh, I don't know. I guess what I'm getting at is, I don't know if you can go in there and just like against one enemy, just practice these moves. Or if you have to, like, if it's, like, you drop in and it's, like, round one and you just, like, keep fucking going until you die. Right. Like, I don't know what what kind of deal that is. But um, I'm not, like, I'm not, uh, the story's fine. I think the story's pretty, pretty decent, honestly. I do feel a little bit of fatigue with this, like, branching narrative kind of thing that Sony's been doing recently with a lot of their games.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, And I'm not going to really get into it with... uh, Because I don't want to spoil anything for the game because it's pretty fresh. But uh, I do like, gameplay-wise, what they've done with, like, the way... With the game. Um, But I don't... uh, I don't know. It's just... Having... I, I don't. I don't want to say anymore because I don't want to spoil it. No, that's but fine. But we're going to have a spoiler. I, I, case I do. On it. Yeah. I do. I do really like. I do still really like it. How many hours there, do there, you have in right now? Um, just shy of twenty, maybe eighteen or something like that. So you know, I, I was just looking at. I just pulled it up on howlongtobeat.com Yeah. And according to them, the average completion time for just the main story is twenty four hours and main story plus extras is 36 hours and completionist is 50 hours. Okay. So that's kind of what they they show. Now they do say that like, you know, I would f- put myself under the maybe the main plus extras kind of camp cuz I'm not going to do all the side quests and shit. I just do the ones that look interesting to me. And <sighs> like cuz I I don't have the desire to do the the side quest for the fucking ghost that needs you to collect, like, three different thingies. Oh, like, that's just not that interesting shit. to me. Yeah, I did it all. Um, but, uh, you know, if, if you say, like, main plus extras, so let's just say the main story plus a bunch of the side content, um, they say uh, the rushed pace is 27 hours, the leisurely pace is 52 hours. What?! Which gives you the average of 35 point – or uh, 36 hours. So for me, so, it's probably going to
0: be uh, – I have at least another fucking 15 hours of this game. Which I'm not complaining, but it's just like, Jesus. I I don't know, man. Sorry, I'm making a fucking mess over. I'm trying to light a candle.
1: I could, <laughs> I could stand for – I'm not saying that I'm ready for the game to be done, but I feel like it – it's okay if it's a little bit shorter <laughs> if that makes any sense. I would be fine with it being a little bit shorter. Yeah. Just because, you know, if it's if it was like this like this branching RPG, I would expect it to be 50 hours like Horizon or something like that. But it's not. It's a relatively linear game in God of War and you're doing a relatively linear story. There's no real reason for it to be this you know sprawling thing. Now, Maybe some of the listeners would probably disagree. Maybe they would – they prefer their games to be longer and I could totally understand that. Fuck, man. When I was a kid, I always liked it when games were longer because I wasn't buying games all the time. But now it's like I don't play as nearly as much. So when a game takes 30 hours to beat, it's like – that's like a fucking month of my life because 100%. I only get to play like an hour a day most of the time. So it's uh, – it can be a little bit frustrating. But – not to be too down on the game, I still really like it. The combat, I think, is is so good. I think it's some of the best melee combat in any video game, to be honest with you. The the issue is only, like I mentioned, and this is a personal problem, not a problem with the game. It's just I just can't remember all of the combos and stuff. So I end up playing it more button mashy than probably would be, would be desired. I focus more on dodging and parrying and blocking and stuff like that than I do on actually – like implementing all these crazy uh attacks and stuff i
0: think the one thing that makes it a little easier with the attacks like so you have runes and you can attach runes and all those runes have special fucking abilities and that's just when you hold down the l1 button like the block button and then you hit circle triangle or x and it does a different maneuver depending what you have slotted so that's kind of fun Because you don't have to remember a different combo. You just swap out the rune, right? And it does a different thing. So that makes it easy. These are the only really special moves that I use. The regular attacks that you unlock in the skill tree, dude, it's like, oh, dodge away. And as you're dodging, hit X. And then the combos are like, dodge towards and press this. Or dodge, you know, this way. Or then it's like, press R1, 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 do this thing. And after it's charged, press you know, this combination and then it'll do... But when you're getting fucking attacked like brrr, like a barrage, it's just like, yeah, there's no way to remember what the fuck all those things are unless you're pausing it every time you take a swing at somebody to check the skill, skill tree to learn how to... It, it's very clear with how it... It tells you how to do the maneuvers. They're all so similar that like to become an expert at it... It's like one of those things where it's like easy to play but difficult to master, right? Like that kind of thing with the... Fu- that, the combat's difficult, but with learning the move sets, I think you can you can get a couple button mashing and just have them do com- some cool shit. But like, if you want to be calculated, you can, but it's going to take some fucking time.
1: Yeah, it's. Uh, I, I honestly think that there are some there are some moves that are really useful. I think if you master the game, you could like wreck shop. If you master like the. Because um, if you if you master the ability to switch between the the chaos blades and the the Axe and be able to utilize that like that like give and take with the fire and ice thing, yeah. you could r- fucking wreck shop. I just don't have the <sighs> I don't have yeah. the, the the time or ability to really master all that stuff. There are some that I like to use, like the um like the run and and uh, jump attack and I use like I like I throw the axe a lot and I'll use like the where you hold down the L1 button and he like drags the axe through the ground and like throws the ice at him yeah like there there's like some stuff like that that I'll use regularly and I combine that with I've been so parrying is really fun in this game but I'm not very good at it so I use the the I don't know what they call the like the the shield the shield breaker that um, that might be the one where you like block attacks and it charges up as you block, and then you can do a shield slam and it like throws them all backwards. Yeah. So like, that's kind of what I use, I about that one. um, for, for my shield stuff. And I, there's like, there's one ability that if you can make it land that I really like, and it's the one where you, uh, he, Kratos will like, it's like a heavy attack where he'll, he'll He'll, like, pull back and charge up his axe and then slam it into the torso of an enemy and then hurl them into another enemy that and it'll explode. And it, it it's, like – it's cool if you can make it land, but the pause between where you charge up the attack is so long that you can only do it on stunned enemies because everybody else just dodges out of the way. So – but I do – I do think that like when you can make some of these combos and stuff work, yeah. it's really really neat. I I do think that the chaos blades are a little bit more uh, a little bit more enjoyable in this game than they were in the last game, but they still really don't do anything for me as far as like the the combat goes. They're not as fun. The axe is way the axe is way more fun to use in my opinion. Yeah. Now, I'm sure there are people that really like the chaos blades, and I'm not saying that there's sure. anything wrong with them like there's uh there are some cool abilities like the the ability to to uh, like spear an enemy and pull them towards you and stuff like that yeah. is, is is really cool um and the ability to like charge up the fire and, and catch enemies of blaze and stuff like that is cool but yeah i don't know there's just something so like viscerally like crunchy and satisfying about the axe that the blades just don't have so anyway yeah i mean well like i said we'll eventually do a spoiler cast on God of War i I'm going to be honest. There's no fucking way I'm going to beat this game before – Callisto? Callisto Protocol comes out. So I'm going to have a choice to make on Friday whether or not I'm going to just hang off on Callisto Protocol or – I have to. I got to wait until I beat God of War because I'll never go back. So I'm probably going to be – I'm Probably going to be a week late on Calista Protocol. Yeah, I'm yeah,
0: yeah. Now let me let me suggest something here that might upset some listeners. It might not upset listeners. Maybe they'll be more understanding. I think we have an understanding listener base. We chose the Harry Potter Lego collection for the PS Plus thing, um, mm-hmm. dude. With God of War being out and Calista Protocol around the bend, like, do you want to shelf that for now and get back to it? Like, we'll still do it, but like, I, there's no way I'm going to be able to play this game and have talk about it next episode.
1: Yeah, I installed it, but i I haven't booted it up. I think that we could probably say that the audience would rather hear us talk about. God of War. I, I haven't played it. I haven't played it, but I'm assuming the audience is going to know what they're going to get out of a Lego Harry Potter game. I mean, it's going to be like a Lego game. I'm guessing, sure. but I haven't played it, so I don't know that for a fact. I don't know. I mean, if if anybody has an issue with it, or they or they want us for sure to play Lego Harry Potter, we'll talk about it, then, yeah. then then let us know, and we'll definitely you know sideline our our other games to play it for a bit and talk about it. But I just wonder how much people actually care.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, about the, yeah, Lego yeah, Harry it, Potter. The, yeah. The the way I was looking at it was just that it's just you know, and for the listeners who are just now jumping into the show um, and are new to the podcast, we. We try to pick a PlayStation Essentials game that comes out each month, and we announce it at the beginning of the month, and then we play it that month at some point. Maybe not the whole thing. Maybe a portion of the game. Maybe the whole way through. Maybe not. But and then Jake and I have a discussion the last episode of that month after we've had time to sit down with one of the games that we picked. Um, this month was Lego Potter Harry or Lego Lego Potter Lego Lego Harry Potter collection. But we know we got God of War Ragnarok. And Jake and I are both really excited about the Callisto Protocol next month. So we're going to shelf, unless you guys have an issue, we're going to shelf the Lego Harry Potter Collection talk. Um, We may get to it next month. If not, depending on what the game selection is for December. I don't even know that we're going to do a December one because we have Callisto Protocol. I mean, like, we got to stay relevant. And I think part of the PlayStation Essentials pick that you and I were doing was just so that we could... We could stay in touch with the listener base on a new game that was made available to all of us. Um, if we are purchasing new games, what do you think, Jake? Do you want to get back to it in December or do you want to
1: just do Callisto or what, what, should we shelf this till January? I have to imagine that the listeners would be more interested in us talking about new games than okay. talking about some some game from PS Plus collection. All right, sounds good. Um, but that's just my that's just my guess. I don't know that for a fact.
0: Well, let's go with that. And then you know when things start dying down, and uh, we're looking for a game to play. Jake and I, so the, we're both we're on the same wavelength. Jake and I, we're both playing w- Grodd of War Ragnarok. We can have a nice discussion about. It. Usually, when we buy new games, we're not playing the same games, Jake. You and I, or you'll buy one and I won't. Or vice versa. The fact that we're both intending to get Callisto, and we both have God of War, I think it makes the show a little more relevant. So let's stick with those discussions for now. But let's dive into some quick listener feedback. So last episode, we uh, we took a look at games that we had huge time investments in, and uh, it was interesting to look at and we asked the listeners real quick to write in to let us know some of the games that they've that have stolen hours from their life right so jeff a patron uh, of the show he wrote in and both he and play by ken and even lj i believe gave us a well-earned congratulatory message we got 100% correct on the playstation plus quiz they were very excited for us and uh, we'll do the we'll do the bow yep yep thank you very much for the kind words um, so thank you for listening and being a continued uh, listeners uh, of the show. But Jake, you got a nice compliment from Jeff also indicating you have a beautiful brain to remember all the details from PS1, 2, and 3 eras. He was, he's really impressed and I would agree that you, you do have this ability to go into the way back machine in your brain and just pull out some weird fucking shit and get some of
1: these questions right. Sometimes I get lucky but sometimes it's just – honestly like I think last – that thing last week was just we. It's like kind of like pulling the lottery a little bit, where like all of those questions, there was a couple that we guessed on and we got good, we got lucky on, but most of them were like just happened to be in the wheelhouse of something that either you or I would know, yeah. and, and that's that doesn't happen very often because there are there are like if you were to just if you were to put. A, our collective PlayStation knowledge up on a fucking wall, there would be huge holes in it. Yeah. Just like on things like fighting games and, and you know... But you had Tekken question, right? There like was a Tekken
0: question last week?
1: Yeah, because it was, you know, they were talking about... It, it, because it specifically referenced Tekken 3, which was like the only Tekken game that I got yeah. super into. So like it, like I said, it, it was... Uh, but it, I appreciate the compliment nonetheless.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, well Jeff also indicated he thinks his... His uh, hourly stats are somewhat inflated. Um, he'll pause games. He'll you know we'll put him in idle mode, and he thinks it's racking up. But he reported having a whopping one thousand nine hundred ninety-one <laughs> hours in the first Destiny. Um, but he wanted to note this isn't all game time and truly consists of idle time. But his kids play Minecraft, and they've earned him one thousand four hundred fifty-one hours in Minecraft Craft. Um, but he takes the majority of the credit. With Star Wars Battlefront 2 at 481 hours. And he's a man after my heart. The Witcher 3 at 468 hours. And we'll have some Witcher 3 news here in a little bit. Um, and he did note that he might dive back into Wild Hunt for another go-round. List um, other games as well. And if you want to see the rest of Jeff's top ten, check out our Patreon site where he
1: commented so on all So I October have a thing to s- so I have a thing to say to Jeff. Yeah, he says that he thinks that nine one thousand nine hundred ninety one hours of Destiny one is a little inflated because of idle time. I will admit that that's probably at least partially true, but Destiny will kick you off if you're idle for so long, because it's an <laughs> active service. So I don't want to hear that. Now it is possible that maybe the game clock. I guess you know that's in probably the true. The game the game clock probably still counts if it's just hanging out in the fucking main menu, which is kind of stupid, but. Bro, you gotta turn your you gotta set up your PS your PlayStation to shut off on its own, <laughs> so this doesn't happen.
0: Well, maybe when it's when going it's in idle. rest mode, does it
1: maybe is that clock broken? When you going to rest mode? It still counts, or is that possible? It shouldn't. It shouldn't. It should only count when the game is is running. Whew. But Man, that's awesome. Though. How can we know? How can we know? This list is like we already established that it's not perfect, and yeah. even they did. So how can you know? But I definitely know people that have 2,000 hours in Destiny. So you get credit.
0: You get credit for them as far as I'm concerned. You got them. They're on your list. Um, And then (laughs) Played by Ken Ken also wrote in and uh, I was going off about the calcium deposits in my tea kettle. I had already purchased a new one. I'm excited about it. But he did recommend using the CLR uh, solution. um, You can get from Home Depot or wherever. Um, It's a calcium solution to get rid of some of that stuff. Um, and uh, I appreciated that knowledge I didn't realize they had a specific brew of CLR for calcium deposits so um, I did get it and I I used the 50-50 mix but I didn't use it on the kettle so we have uh, uh, our uh, washer downstairs in the basement and where it connects the water lines a little bit of calcium around the top of it coming out through so I uh, used the 50-50 mix thank you very much He's a little scrubber I took it right off so Thank
1: you for the so old I, info. I, I will say for those of you looking for some home advice, if you've never used CLR before, be fucking careful. That shit is caustic. So wear gloves and, and eye protection yeah, when you're it's using pretty rough. CLR. Especially if you're using it in high concentrations. I used to use it all the time. I still like to use it for like um, shower fixtures because yeah. like the shower head and stuff will get kind of crystally. Yeah. But um I used to just literally to- like 100% CLR no I didn't cut no it at dilution. all and I would just and I would just spray it on the shower heads and stuff and like you couldn't even breathe when you were in the room Jesus. because of the, like the vapors that come off of it. So like I would have to leave the bathroom door closed and open the window and shit and it worked super good <laughs> but I uh, Maybe not so hot on the old lungs, if not, you know what I'm saying. Maybe not the best thing in the world for your
0: <laughs> for your lungs to be breathing in. Very, very very good. Well, thank you for the recommendation. I did get some of that. And there are different versions of CLR, right? They have like the calcium rust deposit stuff. And then they have one that's just like super mega clean thing. And then they have different offshoots of you know the target areas, the target things. But thank you so much. This is why we talk about home shit on the podcast because once in a while we'll get a nice recommendation like that. So... I appreciate it. Jake, what say you? We get on with the news for the week. You good with that? Mm. Yeah. All right. So rumor has it, Final Fantasy sixteen, the release date, is going to be announced at the Game Awards, as well as a reveal for the sequel to Star Wars Fallen Order, which will be Star Wars Jedi Survivor. This isn't confirmed but so what,
1: when they say a reveal, do they mean like a gameplay yes, reveal? Yes, of it, I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah, okay, because yes. I was going to say the game has already been officially
0: no, announced. No, 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 so. no. Like an actual like we can see it. Um, There's going to be the game awards is what all the kids are saying. So the game awards are right around the corner. They're going to be held December eighth, 2022, and Final Fantasy 16 is still looking on track for a 2023 release. So, this brings about one, two questions. Jake, do we even care? About the Game Awards.
1: So I care specifically because there are so many first-party studios of Sony's that we have no idea what the hell they're doing. And I think the only thing that we know now is that – is what Insomniac is doing with Wolverine and Spider-Man. We haven't had official announcements for literally anything else in the Sony first party. that's It's sure. not been released. Sure. So um, I'm hoping that maybe they'll – They'll drop something like factions or something like that. I think we ought to wait till twenty twenty three
0: for factions. I think they said that
1: to uh, to talk about it. Uh, yeah, I think so. I, th- I th- you might be right. You might be right about that. But maybe they'll talk about one of the other fucking five projects that Naughty Dog is doing or anything VR two shit or VR two stuff. Maybe we'll get Half or Life i announce Half Life Alex could be cool. Although there is some speculation that. That might be a little bit of a – might be a little bit of a dream at this point. I don't know if it's going to come or not. Mm. We won't know until we know. But um, it would definitely make me happy. So, But yeah, I don't know. I, I'm excited. I'm not – there's no fucking way I'm going to watch it because this thing is just it, – it's just lousy with freaking ads all and the time. bullshit and ten cent stuff and all this. There's no fucking way I'm watching it. But I'll, I'll check out the recap
0: Yeah, for sure. We typically don't make predictions on this show on the podcast I think it's kind of pointless to do that um I mean I don't know Jake I mean we could predict a couple things here and there if you wanted I I don't think it's necessarily even relevant at this point we don't play enough games probably honestly to even have a fucking clue I,
1: I would honestly say that it in recent years Xbox has been more active with Uh, Jeff Keighley and the Game Awards and stuff. So you might be even more likely to see some big stuff coming out of Xbox than you would out of PlayStation. Because for whatever reason, Sony doesn't feel like talking anymore, which is fine. I would rather not know until it comes out, but I'm just afraid that, you know, a year is going to go by. They're finally going to talk about what they're doing, and then it'll be another two or three years before we get it. Yeah. So... I don't know. I just – if they're going to say something, I hope it's something worthwhile and not like one of these please be excited moments where it's some shit that nobody cares about.
0: I hope they drop an awesome game. I hope so too. That would be sick. That would be sick. All right. Well, let's move on to this next news point, which is video game related but also kind of moto related. So, you know, often, Jake, we talk about motorcycles, non-gaming things as somehow in corporate gaming – A new post on Push Square indicates that both Sony and Honda have formed a relationship in which the goal is to kind of compete with Tesla. Part of the focus is to focus on technology, and they're hoping to have their first car available in 2025. In an interview with Financial Times president of the new company, Izumi Kawanishi, indicated of focus is to build the car around content and utilize Sony's presence in entertainment and quote, quote, adapting these assets to mobility. And then, uh, so they're thinking maybe even putting a PS five in the new vehicle. So I think the idea is, is that it's going to be a self-driving car that you can just fucking chill in and play fucking PS five. <laughs> so it seemed fucking crazy to me. Um, and it's Honda and Sony teaming up for a fucking PlayStation vehicle. Not necessarily a so, PlayStation vehicle, but like they're they're using I think Sony exclusively for the for the for the luxury inside the car.
1: Yeah, I What the fuck is going on? I don't on? know about this. This is this sounds like a gimmick to me because if there's one thing that we don't need in cars, it's a fucking PlayStation. I agree, a hundred percent. So I, we already have enough problems with people texting, who being killed driving because of their cell phones. The last thing that we need is a. Because I don't know if you know this, but you know, technically, Teslas are self driving, but
0: they still fucking but hit people. You,
1: you well, you still they still tell you that even though the Tesla is self driving. They still tell you that you should have your hands on the wheel and watch the fucking road the whole time the car is driving itself. Yeah, dude, we're not because there because yeah. it's it's called assisted driving. It's not self-driving because the problem is self-driving cars are still fucking killing people. <laughs> so so maybe in like 20 years we'll yeah. have like some kind of a network of that'll allow self-driving cars to work safely And allow people to basically drive on rails essentially without having to worry about pedestrians and things like that. But dude, I don't know. The first thing I saw when you were talking about how they wanted to use the like cars but with content, like like, something inside of me died a little bit. I don't really know. Yeah, right. I know. Like, why would you want a fucking car with content in it? I just want to get to work. Yeah. I'm not excited about I, maybe, it. Yeah. F- I mean, like, maybe for your kids, I guess. But at well, that point, like, we already have that in cars. I mean, I, I could understand. see them using,
0: like, a Sony screen and, like, maybe some fucking AR shit. You know, I'm going to reality shit Sony invents or something. Like, maybe, um, I, I, don't, I don't even know. Like, the fucking sound system is Sony or, like, but fucking throwing a playstation 5 in a car and it's like you might as well just be like hey uh you know go kill some people right because like it just seems really damn we're not there yet with technology i'd like to think that we are but this isn't fucking blade runner dude like we're not we're not fucking there yet uh slow slow your roll
1: Pretty, pretty wild.
0: Ambitious, but I mean it's it's – we're not there yet. Not even close. Let's get on to the next news point. This next one's kind of interesting. Um, some stuff has come up in, and this is kind of relevant to maybe loosely, not even at all actually relevant to what we're doing with music and games. But it's cool because we like to talk about music and games and that whole situation. So um, there have been a few instances lately, Jake, where people involved in the music industry – Who have integrated in and made scores for video games or have worked on video game music haven't either been compensated to what they felt they should have been compensated or given the appropriate credit. Um, The most recent situation reported has been from Jessica Mao, M-A-O, and Jessica stated that she worked on the editing, arrangement, and implementation of the score during two specific scenes in God of War Ragnarok. Um, But was saddened to see that she wasn't credited in the end credits. So the audio technical designer, Sean Laval quickly responded on Twitter stating, quote, I'm very sorry to hear about this, Jessica. I fully agree everyone who contributed to a project should be credited. It may indeed be too late, but I will definitely ask about this, end quote. So apparently Jessica was informed in order to be credited, you have to meet a minimum criteria of contribution to get on the credits. Also, mm-hmm. she was informed the credits couldn't be updated in a patch. So that's kind of like get given, giving her like two answers. Like it's like you didn't meet the minimum, but we can't update it. It's like
1: – We can't update it anyway. Yeah. It's, it's almost it's like
0: very- you can't update it and you wish you could or she just didn't meet the criteria. Now the audio technical well, director I, thinks that you know if you were involved at all you should have your name in the credits, which I don't disagree with at all.
1: Jake, go ahead. I I think that this is not. This is this has been standard in the fucking industry forever. So my to me it seems a little bit like maybe this person is kind of jumping on the the wagon a little bit the Doom with all wagon? this shit that's happening with the um with Marty Marty Stratton. But we haven't or, talked know,
0: about this at all name. on the show. With,
1: yeah, with with uh with Doom and um Mick uh fuck what's his last name? The guy that wrote the score for uh Doom. Mick Gordon. Dude, I couldn't tell you. Yeah. Um but like the thing with Mick Gordon is that like he literally wrote the whole fucking thing and wasn't getting paid for like a year at a time and all this shit. So and we don't have to jump up into that on this show. Right. But um I don't know. I the thing is, is that like if you credit every single person that laid a finger on God of War Ragnarok, those credits would be literally like ten thousand people long, and it's like, did you? I I understand both sides of it, where it's like, oh well, you know, I um, I don't know, I I. Copy and pasted a file that ended up in in fucking God of War Ragnarok, so I should have my credit in there. And it's like, okay, but what I guess what the real argument should be is what their minimum contribution requirements are. Right? If they're way too high, then that's an argument to be made. But I do believe that there is there should be some kind of like, you know. If you only put like an hour of work on into God of War Ragnarok, I don't know that you should necessarily be in the credits.
0: But I think that she probably but, put more than an hour in. I mean like if the audio technical designer responded to her and saying, I'm sorry to hear about this, he clearly thought that she should have probably been on the credits based on what she's, what she did for the game. So I'm thinking that they just missed it somehow. And it could have been a situation where she was contracted through a company to work on this. Right, and maybe because I know how a lot of this stuff works, or cue sheets. There's a good chance that the company that she was working for that got contracted
1: didn't submit her name to Sony Santa Monica. It's entirely, yeah. It's possible that it's something like that. I mean, it's also even possible that you know, in a very cynical way, you could say that the you know this Sean Laval, the audio technical designer responded in this way because he knew there was nothing he could do about it so it just looks good yeah but I you know like I said that's very cynical I would hope that if if this person Jessica Mao, did do um, some significant work on the game that she would be credited I would certainly hope so uh, I it's just one of those things where you see a story like this and it's it's so it seems I don't know if it's one of those things where like there was just so much of this there there's so many times in this industry specifically where something like this will happen and just people say, you know, try to jump onto it. You know what I mean? Yeah and say, Me too, me too, me too, me too and I don't mean that in literally like the me too thing, but like um I don't know. I just hope that if if she did the work she said she did and it was within if it if it was within um, the requirements set down by Sony and Sony Santa Monica then yeah, yeah. I would certainly hope that she would be credited but if Likewise. if not then you know that's an ar- there's an ar- a future argument to be had but she was operating within the guidelines that were set out you know, she did the work. So, yeah. Yeah. It, it's kind of like a double edged sword where it's like, you know, like we were talking about earlier about how you, your music and how you won't be fucking credited or you won't have any royalties even if that song blows up and sells 5,000 million copies right. or whatever. It would never sell because it's like, this is fucking America. You sign the contract, you get what you get. Yeah, right, right. right. And so, like,. I'm not saying that, that I'm not saying that's good or bad or, or you know, whatever. I mean it, it just is what it is. Sure. So to me
0: it's fucking bragging th- rights if I get in.
1: Yeah, maybe it's there's room read. for change there. Yeah. But I do agree that there is like a thing here where like she can't even brag about being on the game. You can't use it for a resume, not,
0: right? Like, like portfolio. the portfolio.
1: But like I said, it really does boil down to, you know, if she worked on editing arrangement and implementation if she just changed a couple of levels or something like that. Then, yeah. Okay. But if she worked on it for like a few weeks or a month or something like that, then maybe she should be credited. But we can't know that for sure. Well, we don't
0: know. Yeah, you're right. We don't know. Well, let's move on to the next story. I want to apologize real quick for anyone watching and to you, Jake, as well. I got a text just now. My buddy, Mike Fritz, who did the album artwork for uh, my Gasoline Heart, my record, was in town for Thanksgiving and he makes his own mead. And uh, I got a random mess from him. He goes, dude, we're on our way out right now. I have a bottle of meat for you. What's your address? And I was like, dude, I can't visit. I'm doing the podcast right now. Uh, he's going to drop it in the box. Uh, anyways, sorry. I was distracted there. Um, yeah. I was with you, but I but I visually was was fucking not paying attention. Um, that was kind of uh, – I talk to Mike all the time. And he lives really far away, so I missed him. Um, anyways, it's next news point. The PSVR 2 finger tracking – Looks absolutely stupid. I don't know how it does this. Um, there's a video that surfaced of a player who's playing Call a uh, uh, Horizon. Sorry, Call of the Mountain, and it's just ridiculous. Have you seen this video?
1: I have not seen it. No,
0: I should have linked to it. It is one to one, perfect. Like he's going like this and doing all this. Shit, this fingers and it's doing it exactly in the game. I don't know how it's doing it. He must be like holding the fucking thing with his thumbs like this and just going like this. But there must be sensors that fucking can see your fucking fingers somehow. I don't know if sensors on the headset, sensors on the move controllers. Fucking find the video and look at this. It's it's one of the weirdest things. It's on Push Square. It's one of the weirdest things. I don't understand it. Like you literally could flip people off. Uh, just go whoop and it will know. 100% it will know. Because like he's doing some weird finger movements and it's tracking every little detail. You can see him in real time, and then in front of him is the screen, and you see the fingers doing the exact same shit. It's so weird. I don't know how you could utilize this. I don't know if they'll be playing piano in VR or anything, but it opens up the possibility. I think the accuracy here it looks stupid.
1: It is pretty pretty weird.
0: I don't know how yeah how's it doing that like look like it's insane I've never seen that before in VR
1: definitely worthy of talking about I don't know what do you think it's just it's just so funny watching this guy play this this VR thing he's just like he is doing like the it is really really wild I wonder how it works
0: it's so accurate looking do hmm. you think it's the headset cameras looking at your hands?
1: I have no idea. How can you even know?
0: I don't know. It's impressive. Ma- it's magic. It, it is. It's really impressive. If you guys haven't seen the video, go check it out. I don't know if you have anything you want to comment on that, Jake. I just wanted to bring it up because it makes me a little more excited.
1: Um, the one thing I will say, it's only tangentially related, is that I, in retrospect, kind of wish that I had pre ordered the Call of the Mountain bundle. Rather than the just base PSVR, why is that? Would have saved ten dollars on the game. Oh, really? Yeah,
0: I didn't realize that. But you would have had yeah. a digital. You would have had a physical game, right? Or does it come with a download code? No,
1: there, I, 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 I'm pretty sure that there's no physical games for VR2.
0: Did you get? Did you get the charging station for the Sense controllers?
1: I did not. Me I thought either. about getting it, but I don't. I, it, it's probably one of those things that I wish I would have got it because it's gonna fucking be gone, and Sony won't ever make it ever again for some stupid reason. But um, yeah, I don't know. It's one of those things where I just kind of want to see how they how they work before I buy one. Yeah, if I've got to charge them all the time or whatever, because it's I, I don't gonna know. suck to
0: I, charge I, them I, one at a
1: time. Is all. Well, I get kind of weird about those charging stations because on something like PSVR two, you know, you talk about a controller that you might not use, maybe I don't. Know, let's just say you use it once every few weeks, but they're sitting on that charging station the whole time. Yeah. I mean, unless the unless the charging station is intelligent, you can ruin batteries by just keeping them on the charger constantly. Yeah. Forever. Yeah. So I would worry about destroying my controllers that way. I don't know. I, I but I did it with my. I did it with my DualShock 4 controllers, but I was using them constantly. So I never had any issues with, like, them just staying on there being charged indefinitely. Mm. So I don't know. I wish I would have got it, though.
0: Yeah, I feel the same way. I- it's a lot of money,
1: though. I didn't really just feel like spending any more at all. Too
0: much fucking money, dude. All right. So the next news point, this isn't even a news point. It's just a reminder. There's that that double-A game, Evil West. It's out now. Push Square gave it a seven out of ten. They said it's really really fun. Towards the end, it felt a little repetitive. I haven't played the game, but it looked really really cool when we talked about yeah, it. Yeah,
1: apparently it's apparently it's pretty good, and I have heard nothing but I don't know. I want to say I've heard nothing but good things about it, but it looks awesome. So it's one of those games that like I if I didn't have anything else to play, I would definitely jump in on it and play it because it looks really fun.
0: Yeah, the release window maybe isn't the best time for the company just with. Callisto and God of War coming out. But anyways, let's keep moving forward. So this is this is a no-brainer to me, and people shouldn't be surprised about this. But when asked about downloadable content for the latest God of War Ragnarok, director Eric Williams indicated it's probably not going to happen. It was in an interview with the, uh, the kind of funny games crew on their spoiler cast – if I'm being honest, man, a game like this has to be such an undertaking that he's probably just fucking burnt out and not interested in even ever revisiting it. Um, I feel the same way when I do music projects, but it is also, on the flip side, super important to note the God of War Ragnarok is the fastest-selling first-party Sony game ever.
1: Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. do like you... 5.1 million copies in the first week or something. Yeah,
0: so do you think that even though he has no interest in fucking doing this, the Sony's going to come down and say, listen, you got to come up with something. We're leaving too much money on the table. I mean,
1: I think Sony's usually pretty good about letting their teams do what they want to do, and they didn't do... I mean, God of... The first God of War was, I think, Sony's best-selling first-party game ever, so... And with, like, 20-some million copies, and they didn't make them do a DLC for that game. So I don't know, I, but I also don't know how the story ends up either. Does it really necessitate a any sort of additional content? I can't speak to it. I don't know. You know, maybe they'll do like some freaking battle arena shit or something like that, which I guess might be fun for some people. It's not anything that I'm going to go back and play. But the other thing too is that, like, like you said, I mean, if they do do it, by the time it comes out, I'll be completely over this game.
0: You know what they could not do? Sorry, I mean to cut you off. What they could do, you mentioned Battle Arena, they could do something like they did for Ghost of Tsushima and do like an online, almost like uh, a zombie mode where all the different enemies slowly come in and come and come in. And like one person can be fucking Kratos, one can be whatever, a. Tr- a tr- Atreus. One person can be Freya. One person can be the, one of the fucking dwarves. One person can be Zeus or whatever the fuck. You know what I mean? You could all just be a character and battle off the enemies with their own movesets. I could see people getting into something like that, but that takes a lot of time. And it's – I can't imagine putting the framework in place to do like an online thing for God of War.
1: Like I don't know. Yeah, it's 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 interesting. If they would do something, maybe something like that would work. But I don't know. I mean, it's, it's tough to say. It worked in Ghost of Tsushima just because of the structure of that game. It was a little more open world and you kind of had the ability to run around and you could be a, a faceless kind of thing. Um, and maybe you can come up with a mode in God of War where you could have, like, some faceless Norse god or something like that. Or, like, nameless Norse god that you, like, design yourself or something. But I just don't know that it fits within... The lore and like the realm You would have to get outside of the characters Of the game yeah. And you would have to just do something within the universe You know what I mean You you couldn't do like a Like a a mode like that And include characters Like the main characters uh, Like you were talking about Without having it turn into like this Overwatch hero shooter type Fucking thing You know what I mean I, I don't know It would be kind of interesting to think about though Yeah For sure but for now, don't get your hopes
0: up, listeners. Next news point is uh, kind of right in my wheelhouse and maybe in Jeff's wheelhouse, CDPR, which is CD Project Red, have finally shown the next-gen Witcher 3 update. And while the game looks exactly as I remember it, they are offering a different camera mode, which... Zooms in a little tighter, makes it feel and, and look more like a third-person story game. Um, kind of like how it—I I honestly think God of War's camera is a little too tight, but yeah, but it does zoom in a little bit, and it gives a whole new vibe to The Witcher Three. Um, however, upon a second review, it actually is a really nice graphical enhancement. While it still looks exactly how I remember the game, if you compare the two, there's some obvious updates, upgrades. Uh, I know they redid the grass, they redid some trees, they redid some fucking textures, they're doing the the ray tracing, the some other stuff. And I'd be lying if I said I wasn't interested. Um, and additionally, they have confirmed that that really weird, weird padded looking Nilfgaardian armor from the first Witcher Netflix series, it looked like, it was like fluffy almost, Is uh, yeah. is going to be... In the game, so why not? So what the fuck, man? I don't know. Uh, unfortunately, it doesn't. I don't think we're going to get a Henry Cavill skin. Although I think he would fucking lose his shit if he could be in the Witcher Three game because that game is probably going to be better than how the Netflix series ends up uh, because he's dropping off of it. We talked about that a few episodes ago, and uh, whatever his face, Liam Hems- Hemsworth is taking over the role of Geralt. Um, in episode four moving forward – or season four moving forward. But we're getting Henry for one more season. Jake, is this something that you're ever going to go
1: back to? I would like to think so. But the problem is is that The Witcher is just so much of a time sink. I I didn't even come near to completing that game in the story. I did a bunch of side quests and shit but i didn't come anywhere near to completing the game and that game still took me 90 plus hours to beat so you're talking a huge time sink i know <laughs> that i know that sarah my wife would love to watch me play it cuz she really likes the witcher books and the tv show and everything but i don't know i i just can't like it's so it's so long I wish I could almost just... It's staggering. ...jump right into it. But the problem is is that like the combat, you have to learn the combat again, and it's... I mean, if I played it again, for sure, I'd be playing it on like the easiest difficulty, just kind of wrecking shop and running through the game, just because I think it's fun to be in that world. But I'm not going to sit here and, and struggle through the game again like I did the first time.
0: Well, let me Definitely say not. this. They did make an update to the map. So, you know, like, on the original map, you would see every fucking question mark on the map. Yeah. And it was just like, this is fucking stupid. They have a way now to filter those out of the map. So you're not constantly gravitating towards those locations. Like on your way to do a quest, you'll see, oh, I'm fucking like three kilometers, three like from the next fucking question mark. I'll just go do that real quick. And they, they said that this is, an attempt to maybe help people get through the game a little quicker and they don't when they made this game they said they didn't really expect people to fucking do them all but the way that the map was set up is that some people couldn't not and uh because of all the additional side quests they feel that it prevented a lot of people from even fucking finishing the game So they implemented this thing into the map where you can just have it not display the question marks. And if you happen onto a situation or onto a random encounter, which would be like a question mark, then you can fucking start that mission. You know what I mean? But they're not – they're still there if you want to see them. But you can
1: turn them off. And I think I'm going to turn them off if I play this game. Again. I, I I wish that they would just. I mean, maybe they are doing this, but just fully implement the map customization features that they put into Cyberpunk. I think that I mean, that you could did. literally, yeah. you could literally make the map whatever you want, yeah. and that's that's what it should be. So if you can turn off the question marks, I mean, that's that's dope because it was like somebody. Eight question mark salad, and then puked it onto a fucking map, and that's what it looked like whenever you open up the map. So much content. There are so many. There's so many of them. If you've never played (laughs) The Witcher (laughs) Wild Hunt, The Witcher Three, just like once you get in, like get past the first little area, and you get into the main map, just pull it up, and there's just like question marks everywhere. It's like the the fucking riddler pissed all over the map i don't know it's it's really really bad but but it is cool like all a lot of that stuff is really fun content to play but it's just overwhelming is is all i'm getting at i think if
0: i play it again i'm gonna go tight crop camera meets no question mark on the map try to mainline the main story and just hit up random encounters as they happen
1: just do it Elden Ring style. Just come across shit Exactly. And if it interests you, do it. Yeah. You I know. think
0: that's that's going to be my approach, and I'm surely going to fucking get back into that game. I, I'm scared of it, though, because I just know what it did to me. All right. Next news point. This is the best news story that we're going to talk about today. And uh, it's the best news story that hits this week, maybe this month, and maybe even for the year. Sony has sent letters to developers about a policy change that will reduce games like stroke the turtle Tur- Tur- turtle tortoise jesus i screwed up this news point from being included on the psn or the jumping banana or whatever the fuck they are i call them trophy wear some people call it shovelware they're clearly put on the playstation store just so people can earn trophies and i think i think maybe part of them doing this now is because they have the playstation rewards program back And they don't want people fucking buying these games and unlocking trophies and upping their status when it's not rightly earned. So, there will be extra steps taken to eliminate the release of trophyware or shovelware games. Any games found to fall under this list, deemed by Sony, may be subject to restricted discoverability, only able to be found via direct links... They could be delisted from the PS Store. They could Sony could refuse publication of the game, and the developer who submitted the game could be suspended and or terminated from the PSN. So good on you, Sony. Now walk the fucking walk, reclaim your storefront, and fucking get rid of this shit. So I'm excited about this. I think this is awesome. They've already taken some actions on the PlayStation Store where uh, the most. Uh, interesting games or whatever show up now. I forget how they were raiding the storefront so that all that shit got buried. They they did an algorithm change so that all of those trophyware things got tucked away. But they're still there, right? And you, they still pop up. They're taking it to the next level and they're saying, listen, we can just refuse to accept your shit now. And I hope they vet these fucking developers and they just fucking be gone with them. And I hope they take some of the
1: shit off the PSN. Anyways, opinions. Yeah, what they should do is they should just – they should delist all of the games that fall under that category and then –
0: Remember that game called Baseball They had something about I mean,
1: God in the, yeah, in the thing I told you about? It, so
0: fucking bizarre.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I mean I, I'm not necessarily the uh, someone who's going to sit here and say you maybe shouldn't be allowed to put your shit on the store, but it shouldn't be visible and it shouldn't be like – it like you should if if it if it falls under this whatever this uh, category is that they're coming up with, then I think that you know you should have to have like a direct link like they're saying to be able to download one of these games. You shouldn't be able to just find it. Now, uh, uh, personally, I think that it should just be removed from the store altogether. I don't think that it, it you should be allowed to buy this shit on PlayStation especially if the Sony rewards program is happening, but it depends how much does Sony really care? Cause let's say one platinum trophy grants you a $5 or whatever, but one of these games costs $8, then it doesn't really matter because Sony's not losing any money on it. But like if, I mean they are losing some, right? But, I don't know. It's it's kind of interesting. I I hope that they they just I don't know. I feel like they should just uh they should just do a cleansing.
0: Yeah, I think PSN the integrity store. of the PSN store, the PlayStation store is compromised when you have it just littered with bullshit like this. It's like it's like going down a highway and just seeing all these fucking Big Mac wrappers everywhere in, in fry boxes and aluminum cans. It's like, okay, you took all this time building this fucking highway, this 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 fucking medium for people to get from point A to point B to get to get to where they want to get, but along the way you got to fucking look at all this bullshit. And it's like you have the way to filter this stuff out. Just, just start. Just start getting rid of it. Like, it's your store. It's your store. It's no one else's. Like, you run that store. You do what you need to do. That's my opinion. I'm done. <laughs> I'm talking about I think it's great news, and I hope it fucking happens. Just uh, yes. be prepared for when the Cyberpunk DLC comes out, and it's got the best song in the world on it. Make sure that's up front and center on your store. I want people to listen to that shit. No, um, I'm kidding. All right, let's move on to the next news point. We're we're almost through with the show here. And, uh, man, what a great morning. Um, PlayStation Jake, they are continuing to fight Microsoft in their acquisition or attempting their attempted acquisition to get Activision Blizzard for fear that acquiring the studio behind Call of Duty could severely damage the PlayStation brand In a quote, Sony publicly indicates that this "This acquisition would take an irreplaceable gaming franchise, Call of Duty, out of independent hands and combine it with Microsoft's highly successful gaming system, Xbox, leading multi-game subscription service, Game Pass, dominant PC operating system, Windows, and leading cloud platform, Azure – the only way to preserve robust competition and protect consumers and independent developers is to ensure Activision remains independently owned and controlled. End quote. Let me just—I let me just say yeah, one I, little thing. Sony, I think, are kind of a little bit on their off the rocker here because they went completely faceless, tactless. And they 100% tore Battlefield a new asshole. And they stated, quote, Electronic Arts, one of the largest third-party developers after Activision, has tried for many years to produce a rival to Call of Duty with its Battlefield series. And then it says... There's like an ellipsis. Despite the similarities between Call of Duty and Battlefield, and despite EA's track record in developing other successful AAA franchises such as FIFA, Mass Effect, Need for Speed, and Star Wars Battlefront, the Battlefield franchise cannot keep up. As of August of 2021, more than 400 million Call of Duty games had been sold. Battlefield had sold just 88.7 million copies, end quote. They're (laughs) throwing fucking Battlefield under the bus to try to prove a point. That Xbox should not be allowed to purchase Call of Duty because Sony's like, don't leave us with just fucking battlefield. (laughs) Which is fucking hilarious. So what EA's probably thinking right now is fuck you, Sony. You know? Like they're probably so mad at Sony for saying this shit. They're airing out some dirty laundry. They're just fucking like it's just rude. Like they're fucking on they're they're pulling out all the fucking punches, dude.
1: I don't know. I I don't know if it's really that big of a deal unless they're unless they're uh I mean it's factual. Well it, it what, what would really be a problem is if they were posting number sales data about Battlefield that was not public. Sure. Now if they were doing that that would be a dick fucking move, but if they're just saying shit that's that's legit, you know, they're kind of saying at the same time, you know, these guys couldn't do it, how are we supposed to do it kind of thing. Right. They're trying to make themselves look better. By throwing worse. someone
0: else under the bus, by saying that yeah. e-
1: even they couldn't do it, and they're 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 so awesome yay. at this shit, they've done this, this, yeah. and this, so, and they couldn't fucking do it. How are we supposed to do it right without without Call of Duty, right? So I I don't know. I I'm just dude. Every time I see a freaking news article about this, I just zone out. I I can't care anymore. I, I think they're part cutting their nose
0: be- off despite their face, man. I at this point, it's just like dude, they're gonna fucking do what they're gonna do, right? It doesn't matter what. Who knows? I I mean is it possible that they're going to be denied the opportunity to purchase Activision Blizzard? Is it possible?
1: Um, I mean it's possible, yeah. But I don't know how – I mean to me it just seems like really all – if Microsoft – Microsoft is just taking as much time as they possibly can to avoid – Guaranteeing Call of Duty on PlayStation forever. Yeah, if they were to come out and say like, "Yeah, Call of Duty is going to be on PlayStation forever," I think that it would just it would completely bypass the issues with this deal. Yeah. So I don't know. I guess we'll have to see if that ever happens. Oh man! But for now, we just gotta keep uh, (laughs) reading these news stories about you know (laughs) Sony freaking crying and xbox just wondering what the hell they got to do to get this thing through the door
0: well i don't know they're just complaining it's wild well i mean like i i think they have every right to be concerned but i mean life's not fucking fair man like sometimes you lose like that's unfortunately the situation at times like do 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 they think it's not fair? Yeah. Do a lot of people probably feel like it's not 100% fair that Microsoft has all this fucking money and they can just buy up these companies? That's not fucking cool. But that is the way of the fucking world, right? That is how things work and you can play in all you want, and you can throw your fit, and you can say this, that, and the other, you're only making yourself look worse in public. The optics are so much worse. No one feels bad for Sony. No one's like, oh, poor Sony, they're not gonna fucking, you know, they're gonna have to deal with this. No one feels that way. They just look like babies. And it's just like, just shut up and just let the fucking thing take hold. Like, and and that's come from someone who recently was reinvigorated by Call of Duty. Like, Dude, like, it's just like, fucking stop. Like, you look stupid. You look selfish. You look entitled. And you can say this thing about, like, how it's not fair to the market and how it's not fair to consumers and all this bullshit. But we all know, at the end of the day, the only thing Sony cares about is being able to sell that game on their platform. That's it. They really don't care about the consumers. They just want the fucking, they want a piece of the cake. That's it. They really don't care because. I don't think there's a lot of Sony gamers... Who are like... Oh fuck... What are we going to do? You know... Because Xbox has been transparent... That they're going to keep it... As long as... They said as long as there's a PlayStation... They're going to keep the Call of Duty games available on PlayStation... But... Sony's concern is... Is Call of Duty's going to hit Games Pass... And it's going to be fucking free... Across the board... On Games Pass... And people are going to jump ship... And they're going to go to Xbox... Because of Call of Duty... And I think that's a legit concern... So... But again... It's not a fucking fair it's not a fair world, man. Figure something out. Do something else. Do something more innovative to keep people, right? Do something. I don't know. Instead of just complaining, fucking do something. Yeah. Make a fucking game.
1: That's better. Do it. You're fucking Sony. Make a fucking better game. You know? Just who cares about Call of Duty is what I gotta say. (laughs) A lot of people. But
0: make a even call it fall of
1: duty. Yeah, Fall of Duty. The thing is, is that you know, I think that maybe a little bit too is is that uh, Sony was able to get Destiny, but they had to sign a fucking deal that said that you know Bungie could put Sony couldn't keep Bungie from releasing that on any platform they wanted to. Right. So maybe they want a similar kind of thing for Call of Duty because it's like, well, if, if we're not gonna Monopolize our big shooter, then you know you shouldn't be able to monopolize yours, and we should have some kind of assurance. Right? Of I that. think I think and, the
0: issue is 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 that they're concerned it's going to be offered free. Every Call of Duty game is going to be free on fucking Game Pass.
1: Well, it's going to be free no matter what. I mean, it, it, it that is that is what it is. I mean, S- Sony. I think at this point, the only thing that they're the, the only the only chance that they have is of maybe securing that it will be released on PlayStation indefinitely. But I don't think that that they're gonna they're gonna win any arguments by saying that oh if it goes to Xbox it's gonna be free. I mean that's just that there's nothing about that that really is is argumentative enough. I think in in a, like a legal setting right. to prevent it from being them being acquired. But I would say that you know because because Microsoft could be like well it's available on Sony and. You know, it's not free on Xbox. You have to pay for the subscription to have access to it. Right. So, like, it's... Really, it's just a matter of Sony just trying to secure that it's on PlayStation forever. And if they do that, then I don't think that everybody is going to jump ship just because it's free on Game Pass. You know, if it's... You have to buy a whole other console. There's a
0: barrier of entry, right? There's an admission fee. So,
1: if you already have a PS5, why are you going to buy a whole other console? Now they might be fighting for the next generation, which is fine. Yeah, but and you know I'll say maybe- this,
0: dude, playing Warzone with the fucking uh, triggers. What's what's that called again? When they uh, haptic? No, it's the not adaptive ha- triggers. Uh, adaptive, adaptive. So fucking awesome, dude! Shooting an 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 LMG, um, in Call of Duty Warzone. And seeing the tracer rounds going off, and koo, 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 your fingers, koo, koo, and you shoot them like a, like a gun is like, Brrt. it's so rad, and it's so much. I know some people don't like it. It is a hundred percent up my alley. It just the guns yeah. feel fucking different. They feel different on the controller, and I love that, dude. The sniper weapon's a little more resistance when you're pulling the fucking trigger. So fucking awesome. I don't care if it gets me dead. It's just so cool. And keep that shit, and that's something you're not going to get on Xbox. So fucking stay, stick around, Sony boys,
1: boys and girls. No, I don't know. Yeah, it's interesting. I, I, I. Uh, it's. I'm glad that you like that, and a lot know, of people love it. I, know, I, know I always turn them though. off. Yeah, I always turn them off because I. It, it's just my fingers, my hands hurt enough when I play with the dual the Dual Sense controller. I don't know why it is. I think it's just because it's bigger. But um, if I play for more than a couple hours, my hands start to hurt. But uh, yeah, I just – especially if I'm doing a lot of shooting and stuff, having to have that extra weight pull in and like the time, your timings off and all that stuff, it's not really my thing. But it is – I will admit that it is very cool. It's immersive as it shit. It feels very cool when you use it yeah. for sure.
0: It's immersive, really immersive. Um, speaking of which, I did get my new controller and I like it. Uh, I got the red one. Um, but anyways, let's move on to – we got one more news point. We'll get into the games, uh, new games coming out. This news point is that Sifu, the game that I haven't played that I really wanted to try, was getting a really cool update to the game on a patch. And I think a lot of games should incorporate this, what they're doing. Um, You can save gameplay replays and then edit it like a feature film. Um, Do different cuts, do different things, and then export it as a file. Um, It would be so cool to have the ability to do this in more games. Just because, like... You could almost make like a trailer or like a mini movie. I know that – I want to say that the Grand Theft Auto games on the PC, you could do this with some of the editing software. But to be able to just – okay, boom, you do a segment and then go back in and go to video replay or something and then have complete control – over like a video editor where you can do a close-up shot and then cut to a wide shot and then blur the background and then just follow the character behind their shoulder as they're walking to the next fight. It seems awesome. And I just thought this was a nice little update this game was getting. I saw an example of what you can do with it and it's really fucking impressive. It's very, you can like stylize it and it looks like a trailer almost for the game. Um, So neat. I wish more games had this. That's all. I don't know. Have any of our listeners played Sifu? I know I haven't. Jake, you haven't played it. It's one of those no. games that was interesting to me, but I never got into it. never got it. But uh, I thought that was a really nice touch from the developer.
1: Yeah. All right. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Definitely. That's, that game's got – it's got a lot of style, so I can imagine people being really into uh, making little videos of it. Yeah. Let's get into
0: new games.
1: So – it's been
0: a while since we've had some great games and I would say we're kind of still there. Uh I think the obviously Ragnarok was the most recent one and this this week we got Evil West which is a double A game but November 22nd Evil West Gungrave Gore G O R E Just Dance 2023 edition Saint Kotar Ship of Fools. November 23rd, Dead Station. Finding the Soul Orb. Trifox. November 24th, Cleopatra Fortune S. Tribute. Marsu Pilami. Hoob Adventure. New Joe and Mac Caveman Ninja. And November 25th, Bleak Dystopia. Do Not Open. Furry Tangram Light. Horse Club Adventures 2. Hazelwood Stories. How to fool a liar king? Re- How to fool a liar king? Remastered. Snake vs. snake. Super panda in unicorn fun. I'm curious about unicorn fun. That sounds like a uh, Shovelware Trophyware title. I'm just saying.
1: So, other than Evil West and Just Dance, there's like nothing. Is there anything of value on this list? Uh, I mean I'm sure that – I'm sure that some of this stuff is OK. But like I've never heard of any of these games other than those two that I just mentioned. Yeah,
0: Unicorn unicorn Fun. I don't know what that is. Um, sounds like it might be up my alley. I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know uh, any of these. I, the The Gungrave G-O-R-E has a cool title and I don't know what that is. I'm going to look real quick.
1: Yeah, I have no idea.
0: It is. It looks pretty rad um, based on different images that I'm seeing of the box art. It looks like it's possibly a third-person action game. And, uh, Hmm. yeah, it looks kind of like samurai but also guns and very, very Japanese. So I don't know anyways yeah those are the list man Jake do you have anything that you'd like to talk about before we close out for the show
1: uh nah I think I'm good you had nothing no um I got some I did a a, a little bit of I never do Black Friday shopping for other people. I only ever do it for myself.
0: Yeah, same. And
1: uh, because generally like if I'm buying something for someone, I have a specific idea of what I want and unless it's like a, a specific thing, usually whatever it is is not available on, on Black Friday. So um, – and I don't really go out. Shopping anymore, but one of the things that I do do is every year I do an annual trip to uh, Home Depot. Mm. I like to I like to scour like the remains of Home Depot at like ten or eleven o'clock in the morning after everybody's kind of gone through and killed each on other on
0: Black Friday. Did you go?
1: Yeah, and I went. I went yesterday, and I ended up buying a um, a miter saw and a saw stand. Because it was like super cheap. Basically, you buy a, a compound, a compound sliding miter saw, and get a free um, stand with it, which is amazing. And I also bought some uh, some uh, batteries and stuff for my cordless tools. But other than that, those things are pretty really pricey, do dude. Yeah, they are. So like. But on Black Friday, there's usually like some kind of a deal where it's like, okay, if you buy the batteries, you get like a free tool or something like that's that. That's cool. So that's kind of what I did. But other than that, I have not, I didn't really do much other than that kind of thing. So, yeah,
0: I didn't and get a I whole got lot. Some
1: house stuff to do. Yeah, I got
0: I got a, a SanDisk 2 gigabyte external SSD drive. For like 120 bucks, which wasn't bad. And I.
1: Two gigabyte or terabyte? Terabyte.
0: what I say, gigabyte? Yeah. Uh, I meant terabyte. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two gigabytes? Uh, back in the day would have been something. No, just because my Mac, I get these uh, notifications. So the Mac has a backup system. And uh, the nice thing about Macs is it, it has like this thing that you can just, it's called like the Wayback Machine or something. Like you can just fucking go in and revert. Everything back to a time prior it just randomly has different save states and it saves all this data on your fucking external if you're backing up your computer the way you should. And I have so much important music stuff on here, projects I'm working on and stuff and uh, different podcast episodes, video stuff I have on here, performance stuff, logos, different things that I use for my different projects. Um, and I haven't done a proper backup because my current Seagate external hard drive is uh, doesn't have enough space on it to back up my fucking computer, right? So, I needed an external to do a proper backup. I've had a, I haven't had my computer backed up in over a thousand days, and it tells me this, and it's long overdue. So, I picked up this external. I did see some internal SSD stuff for the PS5, and I thought about it, but I, was, I didn't do it. I I just you know I can just continue to delete games. Um, not a big deal. It's not not worth it to me. Um, but yeah, so I bought that and then I, um, I don't think I really got anything else for black Friday. I thought about getting one of those ring cameras for our uh, doorbells. We don't have a doorbell at work. So I was going to do like a twofer. We, we had, I don't know. My neighbor wrote recently, uh, we were gone for Thanksgiving. We came back. He said he heard some noise between our houses around like 1130 and thought maybe I was coming back from a gig and moving equipment. I definitely wasn't. I was here. I didn't hear anything. But when I had Charlie out back, he was like sniffing between the houses. So there definitely was somebody or something between the houses a couple nights ago. We have a gate that goes into our backyard. So you can't really get back there unless you unfasten the gate and get back in our shit. But um, I do have all this music studio stuff down here. So I I thought it might not be a bad idea to get a a ring doorbell or something that might be able to catch. I thought about putting a game camera up just to fucking put one up, one of those night vision ones. But – I haven't done that. I'm not a paranoid person, but we've had cars get broken into in our neighborhood. You know, like last year, I think there was some, uh, not that they were getting jimmied open or anything. It's just, if people, if their cars unlocked, you know, uh, Mm. crime of opportunities would happen. But I don't like the idea of people sniffing around, and there's no business for anyone to be between my house and my neighbor's house that doesn't live here. Like, there's just no fucking reason for it. So I don't know what that was about. So we've been leaving our lights on and stuff um, outside, and I hate doing that because it runs up your electric bill. But I I didn't get the doorbell ring thing because I don't have electricity going to the doorbell spot. I, they they used to have a battery one, so I'd have to run some sort of fucking wire. I don't. There's old wiring there, but I don't think it's active. So those things are kind of a pain in the ass if your house isn't wired for it. So I don't know. I thought about getting some sort of security thing for the house, but I. I don't want to fucking spend the money. I don't know.
1: It is what it is. Do you Do you have any security cameras or anything for your place? I have a whole I have a whole security system in our house. Do you really? Yeah, yeah. So like the doors, you know, you arm it when you're not what at night and, and yeah, and if if you if you open the door, it'll set off the alarm. What it'll the fuck does that like, cost?
0: Like you don't have to tell um, me now on publicly, but I'm just curious. You know what I mean? That's I mean, not cheap, I I'm sure. I have a
1: I have a SimpliSafe system. And the, the monthly fee is pretty cheap. It's like 20 bucks a month or something like that. Yeah. And, you know, the, the hardware itself is is not super cheap, but I bet you've spent more. Did you install it yourself? On, yeah, it's super easy. And it, it works pretty good. The only thing is, is it like where I'm at, I had to, it's cellular based. Um. So you have to make sure you have the right um, card in the receiver. If you live in an area that like – like I think the default one is T-Mobile or something like that yeah. and like where we're at, there isn't really any T-Mobile service. So I had to switch it out for a Verizon one, which was fine. But it's neat because um, all of the – it's not just like the door entry sensors or the window sensors or anything like that that will set off the alarm. if If like – one of our smoke detectors goes off or the carbon dioxide detector goes off. All that stuff's tied in too. Jesus. So it'll, they'll dispatch fire trucks and shit like that for you. <laughs> I'd um, be scared
0: of fucking setting that thing off like on accident. Well,
1: well you you can and I mean you just have to – they'll call you first. Yeah. And if you don't answer, then they'll dispatch somebody. Yeah. But uh, I have – I only have one camera. Um, I was thinking about getting some more. But if you buy the – the problem is that the simply safe cameras are pretty expensive. But if you buy them, they tie into your system as well. So if somebody like breaks into your house, the cameras will automatically turn on and you can like essentially attach it to like an alarm or something like that. So that – like if somebody busts through your front door and you have a, a, a camera inside that's showing like your living room or something like that. It'll automatically turn on and record the fucking burglar coming into your house and doing whatever the hell it's, he's doing. Yeah, and then they they also have the outdoor ones and stuff too, like you're talking about with the ring doorbells and stuff. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I got lucky. My dad, um, when they they bought their house in Florida, he he ordered a security system for it because that's what he uses. Yeah. And by just like shit luck, they sent him two of them. That's
0: fucking awesome.
1: So he was just like, "Do you want this?" And I was like, "Yeah, I do." And he just took the sensors that he wanted out of the out of it, and I had to buy some extra ones myself. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. It's just especially because like where we're at, you're in the middle of nowhere, dude. Of if something to happen. Like, yeah. I don't have a neighbor that's going to be like, oh, someone's breaking into your house. Like, you're never, just, gonna you're just never going to into know. My house. Yeah. Yeah. So like either I'm going to be home. We, To be completely honest with you, I mean the, 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 the most important thing is like we use it when we're sleeping at night. Yeah. Because it's like if I'm not home and somebody breaks into my house and steals my shit, okay, that sucks, but nobody's in danger really
0: mm-hmm. unless they like kill my it's dogs or something like that. Material shit. Your dogs would fucking wake up I would think.
1: Yeah, but like if if we're home and someone forces themselves into our house, that's a different story. You know, I don't want to have to go Rambo on some fucking stranger. It's the last thing you want to have
0: to do is kill someone. Yeah, right? Or shoot yeah, somebody. I, or... I don't know.
1: I it's it's scary. I mean, and because of the way that the world is now and the economy and all kinds of shit, people get desperate and they do things that they shouldn't do and mm. usually it's like you're talking about crimes of opportunity where somebody will just open an unlocked car and take shit out of it, you know, a phone or something right. because check a
0: handle and see.
1: Yeah, but not many people are willing to actually break into somebody's house, but it does happen.
0: It so. does happen, yeah, for sure. But yeah, That's we scary. live in a pretty crime-free area. But yeah, man, I don't know. I I still might be getting some some fucking setup. I I know that Amazon has some cameras that all tie together. I forget what they're called. Uh, blink cameras, I think. My parents have a yeah. Blink system, and uh, they're you know they don't set off any alarms or anything. But it sent you'll get notifications on your phone. They you detect movement when they're armed and stuff, and you'll just you know, it saves a video. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, we've gone on too long about that. That's interesting. I didn't know that, but listeners don't break into Jake's house because you'll either get shot or the cops are going to show up. So, or you might get <laughs> mauled by a dog. Um, yeah. So he's got it pretty, pretty good lockdown. If you're going to take advantage of either of us, try to come here. We'll see what happens. <laughs> All right. So anyways, guys, thanks for tuning in to episode two fifty one. of PS. This is awesome. We appreciate you guys. We hope you had a nice Thanksgiving. We'll be back next week, as always, with episode 252. Hopefully, at that point, we'll have made more progress through God of War, Ragnarok, and then Jake and I are going to make a point to get a a spoiler cast of Ragnarok when we're done with that and get back on that Mass Effect 2 train. So, apologies again. It hasn't happened, but I've been doing way more important shit, like recording a song for Cyberpunk, so uh, that's all i got to say. It's not going to get taken, dude. They're not going to take it. But if they fucking do, I'm going to be so stoked. All right, with that being said, like... F1 22 Far Cry 6 and Firewall Ultra PS PS This is this awesome
1: is awesome